Disney is building a new community. Encanto is returning to theaters. We have masks being optional once again. And we also have a guest filling in this week. That's all coming up on Traveling with a Mouse. Welcome, everyone, to episode number 346. I am your host this week. My name is John, and I am joined this week by Adam. Boo. What's up, everybody? What was the boo for? That's what I always do. Where, where, Have you listened to? Yeah, I know, but I thought the way you said it at first, I thought you were booing somebody. Well, I'm always mm. booing somebody in particular when somebody. it comes to Disney. <laughs> Dr. And... We have a, a guest host this week, as Jason is unable to join us, but returning to the show is my brother, James. Back by popular demand. Golf clap. By popular clap. demand, yes. That's right. We had, we, had so, we had so many comments. Actually, Adam, you probably, you probably should check to see if there's another comment on iTunes, because there might have been. Oh, I'll uncheck. There's not. <laughs> oh, okay. By the same mysterious person. By the same, <laughs> same mysterious guy. user. That, that James Yelton guy. He's just something else. Yeah, yeah, he loves he loves you. So yeah, I mean the last few weeks, well, we've had trip reports, we've had topics, we've had you know a lot of stuff. We're kind of getting back to more of a just a news oriented show, more or less. Got to catch up. I kind of want to just touch on a few non Disney, so <gasps> to speak. What? Yeah, I'm gonna go across the the road. No, here, don't do that. Just for for a moment. We don't talk about <laughs> Universal. <laughs> Talk about Universal. It didn't have quite the same ring. There's a rumor, because you might actually be interested in this, okay. that there are Back to the Future and Jurassic World escape rooms coming to CityWalk at Universal Orlando. See, I told you that might intrigue you, especially a Jurassic Park escape room. Have you ever done an escape room? Yeah, I have. So if you don't complete the Jurassic Park escape room in time, does like a raptor come out and eat you or something? That'd be cool. Yep. <laughs> like, uh, what's his name? Samuel L. Jackson's character. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I can't remember his name, but yeah. <laughs> uh, Mr. Arnold. No, Arnold. Yeah, that's Mr. Right. Arnold. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. They call him Mr. Arnold. Hold on to your butts. Does blue come out? Yeah. Anyway, it did say Jurassic World. That's the reason why I said blue. Right. But I don't know. I have, have have either of you guys done an escape room? I've done. We've done one yeah. once. I've kind of yeah. wanted to do it again. I have not. Have I you? have never done one. I've done one, and I've actually done a virtual escape room. Have you ever done virtual? A escape virtual room? escape room? Never heard no, of that. That sounds like it'd be pretty cool. Yeah, it's hmm. not. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it's nothing I, like being there, huh? Yeah, I was gonna say it's much better in person. Got to be. Yeah, you have to solve digital clues. Yeah, it's not fun. And what made me think about that, though, too, is what if Disney decided to do their own version of an escape room? What would, what would they even theme it to? I mean, <laughs> it was, what are you going to escape from? Book of Boba Fett? <laughs> you could escape you Just had Tatooine. to throw that in there. Yeah. yeah. You could escape Jabba's Palace. That'd be cool. All right. <laughs> the The only other story I had from across the pond was because they did it first... And the breaking news was, and we knew that something would follow suit, right? That masks were no longer required at Universal Studios for any guests, it said. Right. So 
They didn't specify vaccinated or not. They did initially, but then they also they just came out with a follow up to it that said basically it's that goes as far as outdoors goes. That goes for anybody. Anybody they are not even bothering with the saying you have to be vaccinated. Just the indoors part is what they're saying that for. Again, they're not going to check. Neither is Disney because Disney followed suit saying that they were no longer going to require it for the unvaccinated. But they're also not going to ask for proof at the gate. So it's kind of based on the honor system. So it really is just it's just a way of making it up to the guests now at this point. And I I don't know. I could, I, I'm, we might have differing opinions. I know some people have had differing opinions. I think it's kind of time to do something like this. I don't think I don't think it's too early like the last time. I mean, I think it's I think based on the stuff we've learned since then and what we know now, it's probably about time to do something like this. Uh what do you guys think? Well, Disney's policy is if you're fully vaccinated, it's optional, right? Not That's right. their policy, but so that's that's what Universal has for indoors as well, but again, they're not they're not going to my knowledge, they're not going to check. Now there's Yeah, cuz that would be too much work to check all that. From what I heard, they're not checking. So yeah, mm-hmm. they're not even making. If you don't have one, they're not making you have a negative COVID test either. So, but yeah, it's not that's like, what, like they do on the cruise ship. Yeah, right. But you I, can't just show it without a mask because they still require it on buses, monorail, for transportation. And Skyliner. Yeah. yeah, they haven't they haven't said anything about transportation so far, which is odd because if you're gonna <laughs> if yeah. you're gonna pretty much make it optional in the parks why wouldn't you also do transportation but i i don't know yeah. what the logic is there because there's plenty of places you could be even closer <laughs> than the transportation especially in magic kingdom right um, we well, you know as far as the skyliner goes the second those doors close if as long as you're not with strangers you the mask comes off <laughs> yeah that's well I'm well that's <laughs> free-flowing air yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But of course, if you're with somebody else, you might not want to do that. But it's at least drop down past the nose anyway, probably. <laughs> I mean, that's what most people do anyway. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. like I said, just what we've learned in more recent, right. I think it's kind of time. And it it's so it should be up to the person as to how you know what they're comfortable with. I guess if someone still wants to wear one, that's fine, right? Yeah. So. Right. Well, especially since people, they've said that if you're not wearing an N95, you're pretty much, it's useless anyway. I read that too. Right. So So pretty much this whole time, I mean, it may have been effective to some degree, but. Yeah, I think it's still better than nothing, but. True. But, but, you know, the whole social distancing has already been out the window for a while. Oh, God. Uh, Yeah. It's it's (laughs) non-existent. (laughs) Yeah. They're already at like full capacity anyway, too. So what's they the claiming point? they're not though? So that's course, the bad part. They, they claim just, they're not, but yeah, they are. Just look around. I mean, we've been there when when it was you know packed, and it, you know it's packed. I don't know. Well, doesn't feel like less at all. Whenever there's a forty-five minute wait for Small World, it's packed. <laughs> True. Here's the thing, like we had discussed before, back before COVID, it was so extremely rare for them to reach what's truly full capacity, right? Like, it was very rare that yeah, they closed yeah. a park. <laughs> right, too fast. No one else could get in. So if they're back to full capacity, they're just saying, okay, we're going to actually max it out once again if the people come. <laughs> That's pretty. Much, but they weren't going to do that even this past Christmas season. So say 4th of July comes, there's a possibility that Magic Kingdom will be closed at some point in the day. 
probably the same thing during the week of Christmas coming this year. As long as things continue on this route, there's probably going to be some closures once again. With the reservation system, there was no way someone could just show up, right? Unless it was for a hop. So, so yeah, there's certain days where you're probably not going to be able to find a reservation, but now, in general, most days are probably going to be wide open for any part. They are. You know, Disney's not going to announce it because they're not going to want to scare people away. I mean, some people are still leery of it. They're like, oh, okay, if y'all are full capacity, I probably will cancel. I'm just saying, some people are. Yeah, but I would think those people that are doing that are probably going to do it anyway. Well, I mean, I think they did because I think they're they're recording like record numbers for January and February this year. That's mm-hmm. because of pent up demand. I know. Yeah, yes. right. Because a lot of people canceled for a year and a half or whatever, however how long. Along with the fiftieth, mm. it's, it's next January should be more like normal. Well, we'll see. But anyway, I got to be honest with the whole mask thing. The thing that was weird to me is if I had it off, like I was outside, I would forget that I had it off. If I had it on, sometimes I would forget that I had it on. So it kind of, you know, I mean, I I guess I found a level of comfort in either situation. You know (laughs) what was so funny is Emmeline, of course, I don't know how y'all's kids have to do it, but they still have to wear it at school. Mm -hmm. And with her, she she forgot she had it on all the time. She wore it most of the time outside, too. I mean, right. it was just like, yeah, it was like second. I mean, I, was, I had to tell her, like, well, you don't have to wear it. <laughs> yeah, my oldest is that way. He would wear it all the time. Yeah, because they, just got used they to have it. to do it at school, yeah. He's, I mean, yeah, I have to wear them in certain places I go, but not all the time. But, yeah. I mean, they're just, it's just like second nature to them now, I guess. They they just wear it. <laughs> I got to be honest, though. I am kind of looking forward to not having to worry about keeping up with how many I have with me and stuff like that. It's going to be less fewer situations in which I'm going to be using one. So, Well, let's just hope everybody uh, doesn't abuse it, if you know what I mean. <laughs> well, uh, how, how, can, how can you abuse it? It's pretty much just, like I said, it's based on the honor system. <laughs> exactly. That's we'll have fights on the monorail or something. Cause <laughs> well, I mean, there's, I've seen people. I mean, our pictures that we got from our uh, trip, you know, with us in the rides, like our pirate's picture. I mean, I think mm-hmm. we were the only ones actually wearing it. Everybody else had already pulled theirs down. So. Oh, yeah. And they used to do something about that, <laughs> but it probably got out of hand. They were like, you know what? We're not going to ruin everybody's. You know, they paid for this. We're not going to not give it to them because of a bunch of idiots that won't wear it. So. Yeah. For a short time there, they were saying they, would, they wouldn't give you pictures. but Yeah, no. I mean, yeah, but I that's, that's, that's punishing people, you know. But anyway. So the type of guests that you're talking about are maybe this type of guest. Several guests that have been caught with loaded and unloaded guns at Walt Disney World. I did see that. At least five people were arrested for carrying a concealed firearm toward the end of 2021. You know, Disney clearly posts rules regarding these things. And again, I'm not against someone carrying a weapon in general, but I really don't know what you're trying to accomplish by bringing it to Disney. Totally unnecessary. (laughs) Not a situation where you really need to be carrying pretty much anything. <laughs> I have like a pocket knife that I carry around in general, but I always remember not to bring it with me to the park. Yeah, you should never do it <laughs> because of the thing that happened in Vegas. That's why they have to check your room every other day to make sure you're not stockpiling weapons and stuff. So, yeah, I mean. Do they still do, do that that way? Yeah. They came into our room once while we were in there. Yeah, but I mean, how long ago was that? I just want to say, are they still that doing was, it? Because I feel like yeah, the people are forgotten like about that. December. <laughs> oh, that was, was December. it? Okay. Yeah. I honestly don't feel like that's a bad thing, though. 
I don't no, mind it personally, but I'm just saying, you know, because of this. Right. Well, there were a couple of people who, when they did this, they claimed things like that they had a permit, and then, of course, they found out that uh, they had, like, expired permits or stuff like that. Oh, this, the famous excuse of, oh, I forgot that was in there. That was a lot of it. Yeah. Right. Some people just take it overboard and think they have to literally carry it everywhere. <laughs> I mean, was everywhere. A, I think I mentioned this on the show last, was it last year, maybe, where we came in through the International Gateway Epcot Turns out it was the day after someone tried to get a gun through and they were super strict and checked our bags and we were kind of like, what, what is, they were overly like checking everything. And right. you know, it was like a month or two later we found out that the day before is when mm-hmm. somebody got caught trying to get a gun through and like, oh, that's why they were so strict that day. So, so another example of such upstanding guests that we were Great. talking about could potentially do something. Mm-hmm. Drunk guests take clothes off and brawl at Disney Springs. Yeah, I heard about that one. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, as this story reads, it says the report reads like a uh, plot of Jersey Shore um, <laughs> because two sisters from New Jersey get into a drunken, naked fight. Yeah, who, who wrote ages, this story? But anyway, yeah. Ages, uh, <laughs> ages 29 and 31. They were shock. vacationing. They ate at a steakhouse. They got uh, drinks at an Irish restaurant. That's probably where it began. <laughs> Long story short, yeah. People uh, just acting like idiots once again. Why don't I ever get to witness these kind of things, though? I don't want to. <laughs> I really don't. It depends. But, yeah. Makes, you know, it's kind of like grow up. Come on. Yeah. Especially exactly. when they're 30 years old. I mean, come on now. This kind of stuff now, happens everywhere. Now, but. this happened, I think, just this past week. It might have been in between our last episode that Splash Mountain finally reopened. Mm-hmm. Which, didn't it delay an extra day, right? Yeah, that's what I was talking about. It yeah, was okay. remained closed, except for like the last hour of the day. <laughs> they actually yeah. opened it for an hour. Wow. It quiet, Yeah, on that, on that day, they quietly reopened, I guess, around 7.45 p.m. with a 9 p.m. closing. <laughs> Mm, if so, Jason was there, he yeah. would have stayed all day in line. <laughs> Stood yeah. there all day. They were catching the people right. leaving Big Thunder Mountain, see if they wanted to ride it. Right <laughs> there at the end of the day. I mean, how, like, oh, how, how, how else are they going to get by? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. they're going to go right by it. Yeah, maybe so. so. Yeah. But I don't know if you guys have looked and seen any reports on it. I haven't really seen a vlog on it just yet. It doesn't seem like there's been anything major which we didn't expect just because why would they spend a ton of money on it if they're just going to rehaul overhaul it entirely soon when i was looking at it it looks like they just did some track repair and some maybe type painting and stuff is all they really did because they drained it completely i've seen some videos and pictures of guys welding on the tracks and stuff so i mean i think that's you know it's just the normal yeah well they they also didn't didn't fix anything that's like been commonly down i guess <laughs> yeah. they didn't fix they didn't fix anything that's been that you would think you would normally fix on a refurb but again because it's gonna soon be going away yeah so i don't know maybe occasionally if while this is still up until it goes down for good maybe occasionally Brer rabbit will be jumping i don't know we'll be hopping along no <laughs> that uh, animatronic that never works <laughs> Yeah, or whatever, if you want to call it that. Very expensive. Yeah, they had the when we were there. They had the scaffolding and stuff up on the outside. I know y'all saw pictures of that. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I actually got to see. It. I mean, I in my I told Jenna I said I think they're just painting so, or maybe fixing a few things. They're not. Yeah. You know. Touch up. Cosmetic. It's yeah, cosmetic good. stuff. Yeah. yeah. That's what it'll nothing. Look. Nothing major. Probably touch up and safety checks because Probably. they're still going to operate it until. So there's it's you know done. anytime you have tracks like that inside I mean, it, it's going to need repairs eventually. Especially right. so, underwater. Especially stuff. underwater, exactly, because you know you got to deal with rust and all that other kind of stuff. And the Florida water is, uh, you know, rough on Disgusting. everything. Disgusting. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's, it's, it's hard on everything. Yeah. I just hope at this point that I'm genuinely surprised uh, come April and there's actually a full functioning Yeti. But. Oh yes. Well, <laughs> well y'all, y'all are talking about reefers. I know I'm just a guest, but did y'all see where they announced that? The Grand Floridian was shutting down on March 1st, or doing refurb. Shutting down? Well, they're doing construction to the villas at Grand Floridian. Yeah, oh, they're right, right. turning so, them into yeah. DVC uh, studios, yeah. yeah. The Big Pine Key building, which was my favorite building to stay in. I've never, you know, me and Jenna have talked about it, and I've asked her to get on the hunt to find us some DVC rental points for Grand Floridian. Yeah. Never stayed over there. You know, we go over there all the time. and never stayed there, so. Yeah, it'd be, I it's mean, fun to hang out there. If we could get it at a decent price like we did Polynesian, Probably. I'd be all for it, Yeah. I guess at some point I'm going to have to stay there at least one night just to say I've stayed there, but it's, 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 like, it's like one of the, I mean, I hate to say it because I know it's supposed to be the flagship, but it's like one of my least desired resorts. Uh, it's a great resort. I just love. Well, I mean, I like it on the. I like it because it's on the loop. So. Yeah, I know you're. You're like me with those resorts. Yeah, the monorail. Yeah. So, yep, yep. so Magic Kingdom's your favorite park. That's the one you want to be closest to. Well, as of right now, you know it's going to be with an almost two-year-old. So, yeah gonna be the one that he can do the most stuff at so but you know of course i go back like i said i'm a creature of habit i love it because i know the polynesian like the back of my hand so oh yeah i mean that's no doubt i mean i could i would never get lost at the poly no (laughs) of course i can't think of a resort that i probably would get lost at but not too bad all right let me ask y'all one thing did y'all hear something about Disney World sending out surveys to ask people how they liked Enchantment. Did y'all see that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was actually going to bring that up. Oh, yeah, sorry. So. Sorry. No, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> oh. right at, uh, I mean, that's, that's fine. Right. We're bringing it up now. What would you say? Me? Yeah. What? Yeah. Is, what, yeah what is your What is your well, opinion on Enchantment? I mean, I've only watched it once, so yeah. I'm going to still say I think Happily Ever After is probably the better one because I've seen it a ton of times. Right. I liked Enchantment. I didn't think it was terrible, but I also liked uh, Harmonious better. Yeah, I think most people agree that Harmonious is the better of the two new shows. But Correct, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's why they're asking. I need to ask this a little bit later, in my opinion. How long has it been out? Since October? It's really only four and a half months old. Yeah. It's not well, long. Well, still got enough I mean, time to start gathering some data. Especially how crowded it's been they have. See, here's the thing. This poll is going out to, or this survey is going out to everybody. So mm-hmm. the average guest who answers it is not going to have the emotional attachment that some of the fan base has had to Happily Ever After. I know. That's why um, I think it's too early. No, they're not going to have it no matter what. They're just going to be thinking about what they most recently saw. Most likely. I'm just saying. Uh, I could be surprised. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we all know what Jason would pick. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, well, yeah, I already I, when I I brought it up earlier, and he was like, "Boo, enchantment." <laughs> yeah. 
the thing is, they did ask this question before because mm-hmm. they asked about the when it changed from wishes to happily ever after. They asked the question, but they also it's it's weird because they asked that question this time as well. Like an identical question was asked with their experience with enchantment to wishes, mm-hmm. which ran longer. It ran approximately fourteen years. So that's kind of weird that they're asking that, because happily ever after replaced wishes, but it it only ran. What yeah. did it get? Three years at best, if you count the time period long. that everything was closed. Wasn't long enough. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I my see my feelings is that enchantment is like happily ever after two Personally, it's like the next step in the technology. So. Yeah. And I, 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 like I said, I kind of like the song choices better for Enchantment personally overall, because they got the. Do they have Robin Williams singing "Fan Like Me"? Hmm. No, but I'm surprised <laughs> that that I'm surprised that that you're you're sure that's Robin Williams that yeah, singing? it's Robin Williams. <laughs> okay. The end for sure is Robin Williams. Okay. I just know you're you're. You're like the you're like the fake voice expert, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, like they bother you particularly when they're when they're not the real person. I cry every time. I wouldn't cry if it wasn't Robin Williams. Okay. <laughs> the same. Anyway, I don't think it's really going to yield a bunch of surprising things, and it's not going to bring it back per se. But yeah. yeah, I mean, it might eventually. That might you know show it at some point. So it's never say never, because you know how. How many years has the Main Street Electrical Parade come and gone? Yeah, and come so back two. and gone again. And even Spectromagic actually has come and gone a couple of times. Yeah, that's what they should have brought back, Spectromagic. That, that was, that's actually my, I actually, actually prefer Spectromagic to Main Street Electrical Parade. Even though I like, like Spectromagic. I like Spectromagic. You know why? Because that was our show. It wasn't Disneyland's parade. Is that what it is? Yeah. It was unique to Disney World. All right, so uh, I'm going to get back to the parks here in just a minute, but let's go to the uh, movies for just a second. Maybe. So apparently, uh, apparently Spider-Man No Way Home oh, yeah. has surpassed Avatar Very with the quietly, third highest right? yeah, domestic total. Now we're talking about dollars, so it did surpass it in actual money made. Domestic, right? Yeah, which that takes for third on the list, right? So I think it's the number two spots. Yes, Avengers Endgame is the number two spot. And, of course, the number one spot is Force Awakens, as far as money made. It's interesting because if you go back and look at number of tickets sold, Mm -hmm. just how few of tickets that Avatar actually sold in comparison to some of the other ones, but yet made so much money. (laughs) Right. Inflation. I'm sure. But worldwide, Avatar is still number one by a lot, <laughs> I believe. Money. Yeah, as far as total gross, I think Endgame. I think Avengers Endgame was second. This close, I don't know. I guess only the U.S. likes Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Or Spider-Man. Anyway. Spider-Man. Or Spider-Man. Yeah. But isn't that funny that all of the top ten, aside from Jurassic World, I think, are all now Disney-owned properties? Of Yeah, some of them were the, bought. Right. Well, Avatar right. was bought, but still. 
You do what you got to do. That is great. I mean, you know, you know since we yeah. brought up Avatar, yeah. I saw I saw a video of Flight of Passage that LMG vids. I don't know if you're familiar with that one. Yes, I know the channel. You're familiar mm-hmm. with that one? He just mm-hmm. recently redid one and where I'm guessing this was late night, but he was pretty much like the whole queue, the ride, everything. He was just about by himself. As a matter of fact, the the pre-show, it was just he and one other guy was in the room. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. So it was a very, it was very interesting. He actually filmed the, the entire thing, the entire experience all the way through there and everything. What I thought about when I was watching, I was like, you know, overall from start to finish, like from the beginning of the queue to the end of the attraction, Flight of Passage is more immersive than Rise. Like the full experience, like you're, you're totally in this world or in Avatar the entire time. More so than you are in like Rise's queue is not very long, and even the indoor parts is very few things that are like interesting to look at. Yeah. A rack of junk, right? <laughs> right. Only when I mean? you get to the end where you kind of see the maps or whatever. Like yeah, that, I mean, that's like, the only time it feels very Star Warsy. Yeah, did they have a budget they'd already blown or something on the rest of it and couldn't uh, make the queue any better? The Kylo Ren animatronic, I probably. Anywhere they probably could cut a dollar, they did it, I'm sure. With Flight of Passage, apparently they, to borrow a phrase from John Hammond, apparently they spared no expense. Oh, how, what year did <laughs> Flight of Passage come out? What year did uh, it start? That was, what was 2016? it? 2016? 17? I don't, yeah, I don't think it, it was the that economy, early, was it? The economy was booming in 16, 17. So Disney was spending money like water. Yeah. Well, they were also trying to catch up with Universal. Because yeah, there you go. And they were like, you know what? We, we've got to do this right. And I agree. I have actually stood in the whole line for Avatar, for a Flight of Passage, I mean. And yes, it is, it's definitely a lot. I haven't stood in line for Rise of Resistance except the you know, Fast Pass queue. But yeah, it's oh, very, it's very uh, detailed into that, you know, the whole Avatar scene. So Yeah, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the Rise queue that I walked in went... Up, back, out the entrance of yeah. Galaxy's Edge, into Muppets. Behind Cube. Muppets, yeah. Behind, yeah, uh, into the backstage area, uh, right there. Wow. Yeah, and then into the regular, what's supposed to be the regular queue outside, uh, and then of course the regular queue inside. Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I did it. I I had the full queue experience at Rise of the Resistance. <laughs> anyway, no, but I. Weird. What I was going to say when I did that, too, I noticed in the Flight of Passage, when he was inside the first pre-show by himself with, you know, the guy that can uh, fly. So when it's just two people in there, one thing you notice is he was walking back and forth. And those numbers, they they really do something like like they sense where you're standing. Like you would think when there's a bunch of people in there that they're just numbers up there. They're not really truly sensing where you stand. No, he's he stood on one. And it started trying to link, and then he st- took a step forward and still on the next one, so it started trying to link that one. So it actually yeah. does detect where you are, for real. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was kind of interesting. That is cool. So, do you think anyway. they'll ever, do you think they'll, since uh, Magic Kingdom's getting Tron, Hollywood Studios got Rise, Epcot's getting Ratatouille and Guardians, do you think the next big thing's going to come in Animal Kingdom? No. You don't? No, not likely. <laughs> well, what's going to replace Primeval World? Nothing. Nothing. No. N- not anytime soon, no. just because of money. But you were talking about that the time period you were talking about economy boom, and at the time that Galaxy's Edge was put into play, and they were budgeting for this thing, they had money to use then as well. 
Yeah, but they cut back so much from the original concept of Galaxy's Edge well, no in general. Doubt. They yeah. cut so much back. Have you seen Roaming Droids yet? <laughs> nope. No, and it's not likely to, unless it's on the Star Cruiser, which I don't think is happening there either. They may have one. But. So, I just wanted to get back to do one more thing with the movie part. Encanto is returning to theaters, I guess because of its popularity on yeah. streaming. I'm not likely to go see it in theaters, but I guess they're thinking they're going to try to squeeze yeah. every last dime they can out of Encanto by doing this and probably see if it'll, you know, give it an opportunity to, to, to make some real box office money, which it's probably going to influence some people to go. Yeah, not me, though. Not me, either. Speaking of newer attractions, ones that's going to be opening later this summer, the second themed piece has been added to the Zendarian Starship stand at Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Mm. So it now looks complete out front. Yeah, more complete. It does look cool. It is, yeah. I got to feel like the ride system is totally complete. What do you guys think? They've probably been testing it for a while inside that big blue building. If I'm not mistaken, Tim Tracker on the 50th anniversary, he went on a tour and actually went inside. And I think that it is is operational. Of course, it has, I mean, they got numerous tests they have to run, so... That thing's operational. I mean, I really think it is. I think, you know, <laughs> several people, I mean, I guarantee a lot of the cast have yeah. wrote it, so, well, not. They just have to mean, finish the queue. The higher point, ups. The in- interior part of the queue yeah. and stuff. Oh, yeah. They just got to get everything dolled up for finish everybody. Touches, yeah. But speaking of that, did you see that story about the Tron coaster trains arriving? More of them, so. Ah, if, yes. Oh, okay. Spotted okay. Uh, coming in. So that makes me think, if we only knew when these were delivered, we could get a timeline of when. <laughs> because uh, <laughs> they got to test it. It's been a while. It seems like they've uh, did a little bit of hustle on Tron yeah. here lately. But it's pretty clear they are yeah. obviously not testing Tron, or else you'd see the <laughs> outdoor oh, part. Oh, no, no, no. You, you would so see that one, yeah. It'll be a while. But yeah, I'm going to go with they've been testing Guardian for a minute. I mean, it's been a while, I would say. Yeah. It's ready to... Oh, Which yeah. one? Oh, I mean, how long has Tron been been built? Four years? Gosh, for I mean, more, <laughs> it's over been four, four years? now, hasn't it? Yeah, I think so. I think it was because they never when we project. went. You know, the first time we went back, the first time was nineteen in April, and they were building it then because I got pictures of it from the People Mover. So yeah, it's been, and this is twenty two. So yeah, yeah. it's See, it's not. It's getting close. See, they were just trying to do it in the spirit that Walt Disney said. Whenever he said Epcot would never be complete, they said, well, you know what? Tron is never going to be complete. So. Oh, it will. It just <laughs> took it too literally. Anyway. <laughs> <All> yeah. <stories. laughs> I mean, they didn't knock Universe of Energy all the way down and start from scratch. They gutted that they? building for sure, yeah. I mean, they may have gutted the building, but the building well, never actually, they didn't have to start from the ground up. Yeah. Well, well, the original okay, building. Okay, so that's is a big difference. Just they had to start Tron from the ground up, but well, it still actually, shouldn't have took four years. It would have been built by now if it hadn't have been, you know, they the delay. did it have to running. start from the ground up because they had to add a whole I new mean, building for the ride. <laughs> oh, okay. The, yeah. the universe of energy is just the pre-show, well, basically. The building first, then they built the coaster inside the building. Whereas Tron, they built the coaster first, then put the building around it. First, and yeah, and then put the building around so, it. Yeah. Gotta love those engineers. <laughs> We're in the hands of engineers. I wonder if they're going to do over here in this space mm-hmm. for how to queue this attraction. Because you know good and well, when it first opens, 
This is that's like the only. This is the first time they're going to ever have like a queuing problem at Universe of Energy site. I don't think it's ever been a problem before. It's going to be a learning curve, just like everything else was for them. I mean, do you think originally Disney thought, okay, we're going to run the Rise of Q all the way out to Muppets? No, they're going to run. It's just they're going to run this one all the way behind the backstage at Test Track, so you're going to be under the track. That's how long it'll be. What are you, what are you talking about? That's that's why they put it there because there's like you know Muppets isn't using their cue, so just right. <laughs> all I want to know is when are they going to rethink Mission to Space? Because it's I'm just kidding. Mm. Make it Horizons again. Mm. Well, they gave <laughs> they just gave it a restaurant, so not likely. I mean, Epcot could be wrapped up, and Mission to Space will still be five minute wait. <laughs> right. It's not at least the green side yeah, is. Yeah. I mean, it, it will. Yeah. It never had a huge weight from the beginning, but I mean, it used to be. Because it kills people. <laughs> I mean, it's. Uh, have, when's the last time you heard anything about that? That's the one ride I warned uh, my my wife and stepdaughter about. I said, I'm telling the you. Orange side for sure. You don't want to ride it. And they were. No, oh, yeah. I know. They were dead set on riding it. And I said, yeah. okay. We'll you do were, it. <laughs> you were telling them from experience, don't look yeah. around? I told I told <laughs> them both. Did it. Yeah. it didn't matter. <laughs> When they got off, they were like, oh, I, I, don't I mentioned it to Emmeline. I said, do you just want to go ride the green side? This? No. Yep. <laughs> so, that's mm-mm. fine. It actually, it actually used to be one of my favorites, but I'm not that same Oh, I'll do green any day. Yeah, that's I mean. That's I, told her, I told her green wasn't bad, but I mean, she still didn't want to go do it. I think she still had that horror in her head too, about though. the first time. Well, green, you know, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. different, yeah. yeah. I've rode both of them. I've rode both of them, yeah. Yeah, and green is like, like less than Star Tours intense. I mean, well, I mean, the first time I ever wrote it, I didn't pay attention to the signs. I was like, whatever, this is right. You don't got to really do that. That's for people, you know. So I got sick. Of, I got yeah. sick. Uh, so it'll do it. I remember that. I'm sitting there looking around, going, "Oh, this is cool. This is cool." And yeah. And then when I got Circa off, I'm like, "Oh, I think I had an espresso right before I went on there too." So that didn't help. <laughs> uh, that's no big deal. I had I had orange chicken before going on it one time. Yeah, heart no pounding, heart pounding, head spinning. It yeah. wasn't wasn't very good. Right. So yeah, that's why it's not a long wait all the time, ever. Exactly. All right. So earlier we talked about a survey. Yes. So Disney has also questioned guests on their on commitment to their upcoming yeah. Star Cruiser yeah. reservation yeah. in a new survey. Yeah. So it's is a lengthy survey. It's interesting because they ask things like uh, whether they're going to participate in the themed activities or whether they're going to wear costumes, mm-hmm. you know, they're things like that. They're just trying to find this out um, <laughs> people. Yeah. For that much money, they ought to provide the costume. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, here's your script. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, let me give you uh, an example of them. There's a couple of them here. Which of the following best describes why you decided to book Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser? And, of course, it goes through a list of things like themed food and beverage or... I or a member of my travel party is a huge Star Wars fan to personally interact with Star Wars characters, something new to do at Walt Disney World Resort, experience a first of its kind, unique offering. I mean, they give you like, good Lord, it's like eight choices here total. I'm going to go with most of the time it's the Star Wars, the people that love Star Wars and want to interact with the characters is the Mm. ones that want to go. Were any any of the options I just have money to burn? There's actually, I think there's going to be a significant number of people that want to experience a first of its kind unique is, offering is though. one of them i have a youtube channel <laughs> and i need more followers <laughs> they're gonna say that should be a question yeah yeah but are you they, going are you basing that off of people that love to try new things or are you basing it off people that love star wars because i like I'm, trying I'm just, new things but i don't want to try that 
Well, if that's what you're getting getting at, I get it. But I'm saying oh. what I'm saying is that outside of Star Wars oh. fans, there is going to be a significant number of people that's going to do it for that reason. Yeah, people that are loaded, like Adam said, right. <laughs> people that's got I money to burn. I consider myself a Star Wars fan, but I wouldn't do it because of the price. I know that's the reason I'm not doing it. Yeah, exactly. I would do it if it was not, you know, an arm and a leg. Yeah, as much. Yeah. So you're saying there's no chance you're ever going to do mm. it. There's a low chance, probably. Exactly. I would do it, but not right now. Podcast. Well, maybe, so here, maybe if the podcast got invited. Yes, totally, I would do it. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm not going to turn it down. There you go. There you go. <laughs> podcast trip. All right. So the the next one on there was four of us. Please indicate your level of certainty yeah. around traveling for your upcoming Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser reservation. All right. So. Basically, that was just fully committed, somewhat committed, not very committed, or not at all committed. Not at all committed. <laughs> we were planning, planning to cancel. cancel. <laughs> was the last one. Yeah. yeah. The next one after that is, which of the following, if any, need to happen for you to be fully committed? <laughs> Lower the price. All right. Wow. Cut the price in half. Yeah. Those, are some, right. those are some, those are some, like, digging deep questions yeah. there. Yeah, so here's the, here's, the, yeah. here's the options, okay? It says, securing time <laughs> off from work, school activities, or other commitments for travel okay. dates. <laughs> I guess because there's a lot of them during the week. Yeah, I don't know. Deciding if the trip yeah, cost is worth one. it. Yeah. Another voyage date that better fits my schedule needs to become mm, available. I see that too. Being Change in mask <laughs> policy at the Walt Disney World Resort. See, this this sounds like some of my work stuff that they send us. They must get the same people to write this crap. <laughs> These surveys. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Must be the same companies. <laughs> I or my travel party need to be sure we feel comfortable traveling to Orlando at that time. No. Or more details about the experience, example, images, video, descriptions, or or testimonials, Ooh. reviews from others who yeah. have experience is the last one. Okay, do they do this at every resort, or is this just something new they're doing for this one? This, this, this survey is specifically to people who right. have booked. Who oh, okay. have an upcoming... No. I'm yeah, like, we have an upcoming one scheduled. That's one of them surveys you just go, okay, no, I'm not doing Right, it. but it does look like they're worried. Yeah, I'm with you on that one, Adam. It sounds like they're they're trying they to, you know. People keep exactly. canceling and moving, moving in. Exactly. They're trying to, yeah, is, is it, basically they're summing it up to, do y'all think this is too expensive? Yeah. I wonder. Well, the answer is going to be yes, but that anytime somebody asks that question about price and everything, you know, it never changes. So, but to the die-hard Star Wars fan, they will probably spend the money and go do it and it say, "Hey, yeah. I've done it." Is so, it sustainable, though? I mean, and the question, the question is the long-term. Uh, yes, exactly. That that's probably why they're doing the survey. They're looking long-term. So. I've kind of skipped a couple of them, but here's the one that says, do you or members of your travel party plan to wear themed outfits? So they asked, they did ask that. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> and then they ask, uh, what best describes how actively you intend to participate in the immersive story? No participation. Oh, you see, you saw that. <laughs> I don't say, but there's a ton of people that will. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to go it too deep into this because there's tons of questions that it covers, but you kind of get the idea that they're really wanting feedback. Yeah. Are any of the questions, uh, did you see that horrible promo video we put out that we had to delete off the internet because it was so bad? <sighs> yes, sir. You know, they're not going to ask that, just like they're not going to ask how you enjoyed using Genie Plus 
They just want to know whether you used it. Oh, good enough for you used it. That's all that matters. All I want to know is who was the guy that signed off on that because he probably got an earful if he's still there that signed off on the oh, promo. <laughs> oh, this is good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. you know, you know, Chapik, that's that's beneath him, so that's not something he does. Yeah. If he was in, in the boardroom, Chapik would have pushed his button and you know, Dr. Evil. He hopefully. <laughs> I mean, if he would approve that, you'd be like, okay, what kind of other decisions is he fixing to make going forward? Yeah. Speaking of, did you see the Super Bowl commercial with <laughs> Dr. Evil? Couldn't help but think about I did. <laughs> oh, I did. Couldn't yeah, help yeah. but think about uh, JPEG. JPEG. <laughs> so we were talking about price. Something that broke just today, actually. Walt Disney World increasing mm-hmm. ticket prices on multi-day tickets Park Harper, and more. So you hit the nail on the head yep. when you said broke. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> breaking, yeah. yeah breaking breaking po- pocketbooks. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, so just to go over real quick, the base tickets, tickets for one to three days have not changed prices. However, four days were mm. between 434 and 596, now between 447 and 596. So they basically are raising the low end not the high end of it but don't they usually raise it this time of year yeah typically this is getting close to spring break time so yeah yeah. it's usually february that's usually when they decide it so that was a change of what roughly 13 dollars on the low end and the next one is a change of roughly 21 dollars on the low end a little bit here and there, something, some of the stuff is when you're spending as much money as you normally do is not real noticeable, but then again, they've already jacked stuff up prior to this. <laughs> so I guess any increase is going to be looked at as, yeah. as with a frown. So well, yeah, nothing out of the ordinary What of there. course is missing from this is annual pass prices because they're not selling them. But when they do ever decide to sell them again, I'm sure they'll be... Uh, increase oh, as well, yeah. If they do. <laughs> oh, they will. Yeah, they'll do it again at some point. They will. I don't know. Probably. You, they you will. would think, but I mean, we're talking about if. You never know when it's going to be. They already started it. And I'm not an annual pass holder, but did y'all's price increase to renew yeah. it? I just renewed one last week, and uh, it was yeah. still the same price. And they still give you a discount for renewing, which is good. So. Yeah, I'm going to say they usually give you off, but it's a discount off of whatever they drace right, it to, yeah. right? 15% off of the old total. If we ever decide to do it, it'll be in the distant future. Well, right now it would have to be because they're not selling them, which, which is... They're not doing yeah. it. Yeah. They will. Greed. I mean, you, you know, anything... Yeah, they will. Chapex uh, greed. Anyway. All right, so this one I found a little bit interesting. Little. Okay. Just Maybe you can have something on that. Okay. Yeah, a little... Well, it says Disney celebrates upside of mobile dining and check-in as they can operate restaurants and resorts with less, which I think that should actually be fewer. Cast members. Cast members. Fewer cast, yeah. Not less cast members. I mean, this makes sense right now because they're struggling to get people to work, back to work. Yeah. Sure. What? I just think it's interesting that the mobile order and the online check-in is what they're talking about, I imagine. Online check-in is great. Mobile order has not been as good lately. Yeah. Like I said, like yeah, I mean, it's, it's hit or just, miss because you got to check in like yes, forty minutes. Before. Like well, as soon as you order something, just check in now. <laughs> I haven't really had that bad of experience with it, but 
Well, just think about the people that don't go that much, and they order. So, oh well, hey, you want to order something from here? Okay, and then they go over oh, their windows an hour and a half out. Yeah. To pick it up, and they're like, "What?" Yeah. Even when you have a close window, though, and you check, "I'm here," it's like it could still take fifteen minutes before so sure. it's ready. Yeah. When we were doing Magic Kingdom Day last month, I was on the monorail over, and I was actually putting together Casey's. our order mm-hmm. at Casey's. Yeah, <laughs> on the way over. <laughs> we did it. We did ours uh, yeah. Tomorrowland before we went over there. By the time we got there, we may have had to wait five minutes. Yeah, you don't have to wait very long. But, of course, it's, we I mean, got there at, I mean, we ate at 11, so. Right. But, I mean, you don't have to wait, wait very long is my point. It's not as convenient as what I experienced back in, say, I can't remember if it was 17 or 19, whenever they first started doing this sort of thing. And I mobile ordered somewhere, and I went up to... I think it was Restaurantosaurus at the time, and there was like a pretty long line going in there to just do a regular order. And I and I went up to, I just, instead of standing in the one outside, I went up to the cast member there at the door. I was like, if I have a mobile order, do I have to wait here? And he's like, no, you just go over there. Well, there was literally nobody, yeah. <laughs> nobody over there at all. Was that and, when they uh, first started doing it? It had not been long. Oh, oh okay. No, and there was only a few places that yeah. did it. That I'm point. annoyed that Woody's Lunchbox yeah. is no longer mobile order. Really? That's, huh. that, does, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Maybe it's the size? Maybe. But yeah, there's certain... It's hit or miss. You know, Some parks have a lot and some parks don't. Like Hollywood Studios is like hardly anything good uh, mobile order. Anyway. True. Anyway. I can't is really it, think of any isn't uh, commissary counter service that I... But I haven't eaten since they've redone the menu at commissary, but I wasn't impressed the last time I went. But I haven't tried the new yeah, one. Yeah, it's better. Better. I mean, I, I it may be better. good. I still like Backlot Express, even though it's the, you know, most of the stuff you come to but expect. But there's also from a lot of room place, at Backlot Express too. Yeah, and there's outdoor seating. Yeah, we tried to hit it this last time in windows that we thought was not going to be busy, like first thing when it opens, or you know, past a peak lunchtime time or whatever. And we didn't really have any issues with it, but we didn't need a whole lot of counter service either. They had a lot of table service scheduled. I had several table services scheduled, but that's the per that's the you know you get for going every two years. You get to schedule this and save for it and do it that way. Yeah. All right. So the last story I have, which is pretty good because we're we're timing it yeah. pretty well, involves Disney launching story living residential communities designed by engineers. This is in Rancho Mirage, California. I kind of question, I mean, I get what they're trying to do somewhat. I'd, I'd kind of like to see what they have planned overall. Like, a, I mean, I, I get some of the concept art. It just looks like a, well, almost like one of the a resort right. they would. They put out a video with Josh DeHansom talking about it. And he, really? he says they call it Contino, spelled C-O-T-I-N-O. You know how Walt would have said Epcot? Anyway. So is this going to be like condos or houses? Both. Or apartments? It's going to be a mixed Both. use. Okay. Like, and there's oh, going to be a resort hotel there. And a beach oh. area with uh, activities that cost extra. So, But if you're a if you're a guest, yeah, it says that in the bottom corner in the video. It's like extra fee <laughs> applies. But, uh, <laughs> of course, it's Disney. So, But, yeah, yeah. it's like a... Uh, you can visit it as a guest, which would be interesting. Well, this does say some neighborhoods will be reserved for residents 55 and over. So uh, maybe by the time they have this done. <laughs> You'll be in that category. 
<laughs> senior living facility. I mean, let's they keep to the Tron post, they will. Oh, Lord. Yeah, when is this going to? Because the picture they show of where it is, it's like just desert. <laughs> so they haven't even started yeah. on, on it yet. I just so. trying to figure out, is there really a demand for this? I mean, we'll see, I guess. I mean, surely, surely somebody's wanting to, to stay here. People are throwing up real estate everywhere you can think. They're throwing houses up everywhere. I'm not 100% sure up there where you live, Adam, or not, but they're throwing houses up everywhere. Anywhere they can stick one, they're putting them Yeah, anywhere they can stick one, they're doing it. Because the interest rates and and, and everything's low right now still. They're higher than they were, but... And if they can throw a house up and get somebody along, they're getting them in there. So, (laughs) yeah, real estate right now is... The purchase prices on the houses are up, though. So they don't care. Yeah. People are buying because they're well. giving people they're giving people longer than thirty year loans. They don't care. Yeah. People are I mean, buying. it's exactly. So anyway. They do hint though that these are gonna be all over the country eventually. That's the plan. So what if they build one in our neck of the woods? What would you uh move there? No. Just because it's Disney? I might be eligible for the fifty five <laughs> and over by then. Well, it doesn't have to be fifty five and over. Russell will just be 15, so no. <laughs> I won't be able to move there. <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah. I'll be 55 in approximately 12 years. So that would put Maddie at graduating. And Olivia would be a sophomore. Probably, freshman, yeah. Freshman, right, thereabouts. She'd be in high school. So, yeah, I'm going to go with eh. no. You'll be no. <laughs> 12 years is a long time. Well, the site that they have is 618 acres or something like that, or 688 acres, something like that. Wow. And I think they said they're going to have over 1,000 houses or residences there, so it's huge. So Disney, this Disney-owned property, or no. they bought it? It sounds like, and of course, it says in the fine print, Disney does not own this. They're basically no. leasing out their the name and their designs to builders and developers that kind of thing that's actually pretty pretty intelligent yeah so they could drop <laughs> there if this thing goes under disney won't be yeah. liable for anything uh-uh. so yeah pretty smart yep that's a chapek move like, okay you. well we'll just uh snatch our name out of that yep drop the yeah. name okay. i mean that's actually it is i mean they pretty much okay can we use your name sure just rake in the money yeah you're gonna pay us for it but yeah you yep. can use it and then you know have a resort there which Actually, if it's a Disney resort, it would be pretty cool. That yeah. would probably make money before the housing part would. Because mm-hmm. I would go visit it. Sure. There you go. I mean, and, and people around there would. I mean, because I'm, I'm going to go with how many do they have in California? Two? One or two? Two what? Disneyland wow. resorts that they actually run. Three hotels, yeah. Okay, oh, three. Yeah. I guarantee you those make a ton of money. Yeah. I mean, the people that go there go, oh, I want to stay in it. I mean, even though it costs out the... You know. Oh yeah, it's they still want to yeah. stay there. Yeah. Yeah, the Disneyland hotels are, on average, were more expensive than well, they were more expensive than the Walt Disney World ones. I don't know if That's they are now because they know people will pay it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because you know Disney had Disney World has how many, and then Disneyland has three. Yeah. Then again, there's one thing about Disneyland. There's a lot of surrounding hotels that are like. Way closer to Disneyland than you ever would get to Walt Disney World for non-Disney. <laughs> good neighbors. Like a good yeah. neighbor. I mean, there's some yeah. that's like literally right across the street from the gate. Mm-hmm. 
the one we stayed at when we went out there was an Ayers hotel that was closer to the Los Angeles uh, Angels Stadium, the Anaheim Angels at the time. Mm-hmm. But the drive to the park was relatively short still. Um, the okay. but yeah, it was it was nice. It was nice to kind of stay a little bit away from the that area and just drive to it. I guess. Mm-hmm. I've, so. all, I've mentioned that to Jenna. That's a bucket list of ours. I, I want to go. I know y'all have been, but I want to go yeah. just to see it once. You know. Yeah. I want to do I both. Wanna, you know, I want to do I, DCA and I want to do Disneyland. So I'm I'm actually considering wanting to go back maybe next year. <laughs> we were gonna go in 2020. That was our thing, and then it didn't happen. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I've watched enough vlogs and stuff on Disneyland and DCA. I like, I, I, I'd love to check it out. You know, say I've done it. Yeah, and there's a there's yeah. some more stuff that I haven't done there in the last ten years because that's how long it's been. Or this year, this just July will be ten years. I was like, the one thing that really stands out to me is I'd love to do the Pirates in D- Disneyland oh, because yeah. it's like totally different. Isn't so it? much better. Yeah, <laughs> so much the, better. That's like the best yeah. Disney dark ride period. <laughs> I'm saying, I mean, because I've watched, you know, Disney. Of course, I've rode the one in Florida a million times, but just watching the one, I'm like, golly, this is totally different, and it's longer, way longer. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's so much better. Well, see, that's because the one in Florida was an afterthought. Sure, rushed and rushed. Yeah. Anyway. yeah. I can't believe you didn't mention figment buckets come back this week. Uh, that's speaking, a nice story. Speaking of that. Check uh, on my eBay account. Uh, did you get that, Adam? No. Oh, man. You didn't get the one I got? What was funny is I was kind of going back and forth with a friend, and he was talking about them listed on eBay, right? And that mm-hmm. he, he sends me this screenshot. That has, you know, like there's one up here for 150, there's one for 119.99, there's one for That's 98. Crazy. And what's funny is right below this last one, here's the description: decent figment Disney popcorn bucket drawing, Festival of the Arts by a 13 year old, fifteen dollars. Oh. <laughs> oh. I was Sold. like, I was like, seriously, they're, they're, these things are so popular. Somebody put out there that you're just selling a drawing of the. Of yeah. the figment popcorn bucket. I saw a video <laughs> of how many they had, and I'm not quite sure what the, this week they actually brought them back. But it didn't seem like within two or three days they were already sold back out again. What they need are figment popcorn bucket NFTs. That's what they had to put out. <laughs> you can own it. Right. Yeah. Forever. A digital copy forever. There you go. It's yours. Because they were actually doing it different this time the way you got it, right? You could actually mobile order your figment bucket. Isn't that right? Do you, do you know what gets yeah, me with all this stuff? Is, you know, once upon a time when somebody bought oh, something yeah. when it came out, it actually became rare because there wasn't that many people buying it. That's like smart. everything that comes out now, it's never going to be rare. Because <laughs> there's going to be, everybody's going to, there's going to be like this huge supply of them years from now. Yeah. So it's never going to be a rare thing. And Disney are geniuses in that aspect because they saw how much it sold. Of course, they were going to mass produce it yeah. and sell yeah. more. And they'll guess what? They'll have more. How'd they get them so fast, though, in this day and age right now? Hey. How they did it? Hey. They have a secret underground tunnel. Money talks. <laughs> it does. It does. And plus, when your name's attached to the money, you know, it's kind of like Amazon now. You know, Amazon goes in and goes, you want to sell our product? Can you do this? 
And if you don't, they just cut ties with you. (laughs) I mean, it's just, you know, they don't care. They'll find somebody else to do it. Disney's the same way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Disney's the same way. I guarantee it. We want our figment buggers. If you can't do it, we'll find somebody who will. That's exactly right. Yeah. I mean, like I said, the name has a lot to do with it. And they know they got the money. Yeah. Most definitely. All right, so I think we managed to get a action-packed show in here. I mean, when it was sure. all said and done, I think I think we've done well. Is there any last thoughts or anything we want to add? We're not. We didn't really mention Genie Plus this week. We'll have to do yeah. that some other well, time again. The last thing I will say is I saw that you can finally do a cast compliment through the app now instead of having to do a right. Twitter thing. The features. I just looked at it myself. It is on there. That's good. Cause I don't have to remember that. I've been doing a little bit more research on Genie Plus, so I do have some. Next time y'all ever talk about it, just let me know. I will get on. I'll give you some. You to, <laughs> yeah, I want to know what Jenny oh, yeah. thinks about it. Get her thoughts. Uh, okay. <laughs> I definitely will definitely make, do that. Make sure they're appropriate for the show. So I will. <laughs> but, I mean, I've done a little bit more research on it, and I'll give you my opinion of it. Just looking from okay. a, you know, where I thought Disney looked at it from a business standpoint and where, you know. I can see what they were doing, but anyway, we can we'll dig into that later. Ooh, tease tease that for next time. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, if you would like to reach out to us, you can find us on the usual channels we have: Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That is all at TWTM Podcast. We also have a YouTube channel, which I have been playing around with uh, some video lately. I'm trying to get something that I can probably put on the official channel, and we have a Spreadshirt store. In which you can get uh, TWTM merchandise. That is shop.spreadshirt.com slash TWTM podcast. And you can find links to all that and more on our website, travelingwiththemouse.com. Uh, James, are you going to start our TikTok channel for the show? Uh, no, TikTok? but I think Emmeline will do it for you. Okay. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get somebody on it. <laughs> you can also email us podcast at travelingwiththemouse.com. And if you want to plan your trip and don't know where to go, you can email our travel agent friend her name is jill dilbeck email her jill dilbeck at gmail.com to help plan your trip so for adam and james my name is john and this has been travel in the mouse and we hope you will join us on our next trip travel in the mouse travel travel in the mouse okay <laughs> do it sound like you said Travel, blah, 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 blah.